Hey, this is Jason Cass uh, with Agents Influence Podcast, also known as Grow Podcast. And uh, back with you once again. It's been about three or four weeks and uh, got a lot of good reasonings for that, but the agency is growing uh, greatly. I've had to invest a lot of time for the past couple weeks in my in my agents, in my agency. And then also, to be truthful, I got this new computer and my microphone wouldn't work with the computer. It had this terrible echo. Uh, long story short, I got it figured out. I even went out and bought another microphone, but I finally figured it out after it came. But in the meantime, welcome. I'm glad to be back with you. Um, we're going to be opening up here uh, with the first of the podcasts with uh, what we're going to call uh, the, the, the podcasts of the young agents. Excuse me. And why this is so important is because without them, we can't have a future. And I think that that's very important. Uh, young agent, you know, to classify it is somewhere between 40 and under. Some states and some places consider 35, some consider 45. But here's the also key it's if you've also been in the business five years or less. And that's really key because we got a bunch of new agents who are coming over from the captive world or starting on this great adventure in their 40s as well. And so, what I want to do is we're going to be talking with somebody who's the head of them. Yep, that's right. Just hold on just a minute though. I want to talk about customer services just foreplay. That has been blowing up and a lot of the people that I don't even know that have been listening to my podcast have been emailing me and saying, Jason, I left you a review after I read the book. It was unbelievable. We've got some stuff going on with some associations where you're also going to see where customer services just foreplay is going to be instrumental in some of the things that they're trying to do over the next 12 to 18 months. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. You can go to insuranceforeplay.com and you can find out more about that. Also, I want to give a shout out because a lot of my mastermind members are telling me, how come you never talk about your mastermind on your podcast? To be honest with you, I just really haven't thought of it. But our mastermind is great. I want you to go to growprogram.com. Go ahead and take a second and go to growprogram.com unless you're driving. And I want you to look at our brand new platform we have. We have a brand new website. We have a brand new members area. Anna has been working a lot on making this awesome. And if you click on Grow Mastermind, we get right to the point and we're a lot shorter as far as uh, wording and copywriting and content to get right to the snapshot of what Insurance Mastermind is, also known as Grow Mastermind. And what it really is right now is it's 71 agents who meet um, on the second and fourth Thursday of every month at 10 Central Standard Time. And all we do is just talk about commercial insurance. Um, we talk about buying agencies. We talk about partnering with other agencies. We talk about things that are pretty electric. So if you got time, go to Jason at growprogram.com or Jason at growprogram.com and say, Jason, send me that free 60-day trial um, of the mastermind. You get full access to to everything that a mastermind gets for 60 days, it's awesome. Just hit me, Jason at growprogram.com, or while you're also looking at growprogram.com's brand new awesome website, just you can go to the bottom and you can contact me and it'll send it right to Anna and send it to me. I appreciate you. You are appreciated. So what we're going to do is we're going to get right onto this now because I got to tell you, this guy's electric. He's awesome. I've known him for a while, but in the meantime, before we get to him, Anna, hit that music. We are 
are back, and I'm going to roll right into it now. Um, on the line, who we have is someone who is near and dear to my heart, and I say that. You know I talk about a lot of agents sometimes, and I sometimes repeat about a lot of these agents, and you've heard me mention him. He's in my book. He wrote one of uh, my reviews for my book because he was literally blown away by it, but his name is Boyd McGee. He's at a Talladega insurance agency, and you guessed it, Talladega. It's Digga, if you ask Boyd, and Talladega. Um, it is down there, and uh, it is it is an electric place. But more importantly, it's not so much the auto races and known for that. It's known for Talladega Insurance Agency, and Talladega Insurance Agency is an old agency that Boyd's going to tell you about. But most importantly, he's almost grabbed the helms, uh, the the reins of this thing, I should say, and he is uh, marching down the road with some new producers, and he's got a lot to say. So I don't want to steal all his thunder. I've known Boyd personally since I was on the National Young Agents Committee, and I believe it was the first year I chaired in 2011. I think was his first year, and uh, I was I was blown away by Boyd. He's high energy. He's full of great, great ideas to perpetuate and help young agents grow. But while at the same time, he understands the veteran and the wisdom they have as well. So what I'd like to do is halt halt now and just introduce uh, Boyd McGee. Boyd, say hi. Hello. How are you? Fantastic. So, Boyd, um, I know your story, but it's important that the agents out there and the insurance professionals, because keep in mind, Boyd, we're like Jay-Z. We're worldwide. We have underwriters. We have insurance program managers and everything listening. Um, And to all you out there, I greatly appreciate you spreading the word. Boyd, tell us about who you are. Take us back to high school. Take us back to college and uh, fast forward to where you are today. I graduated high school in 1999, and um, I attended the University of Alabama and graduated the University of Alabama in 2003. Went to work for a very, very large agency uh, in 2003, and then in 2004, mid-2004, somewhere in there, I came back to work for the family agency, and I did not want to do that. Um, uh, that is not something I wanted to do, but after I got out and worked somewhere else, I realized that um, that being in sales, you have the opportunity to prove your prove your worth, if you will, and um, I like that. You know, basically, you may be a producer for for an agency, but you are your own boss. I mean, if you um, you know if you want to make more money, go make more money. Uh, if uh, uh, if if you want to take vacation, you can take vacation. Uh, we all know the more you take, the less you make. Um, but uh, but anyway, uh, the fact of working for a family business obviously was important to me. Um, Jason, I've heard you talk about how we can go see our uh, kids' games every now and then if if we need to, uh, you know, leave early and, and whatnot. So that was appealing. But more than anything, not being behind a desk and just constantly getting out there and working. And I found that in the early years, I was no longer nervous because I realized that I wasn't trying to sell anyone encyclopedias, uh, nothing against encyclopedia salesmen, but I felt like I was selling something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I felt like I was selling something that people already had, and that if I could save them money or better their coverage, I was going to make myself money. And, you know, basically it's a win-win for everyone. So once I realized that I was actually helping someone and performing a service, um, that's when I felt like my career began, and uh, and I was no longer a newbie. Um, so 
Uh, I, I worked for Talladega Insurance Agency. Um, it was established in 1858. We're the oldest agency in the state of Alabama, the third oldest in the country. Wow. We had a check on the wall. Uh, I believe it's check number 210 from December 1858. So we know we'd go back further because they didn't write that many checks back then. Uh, but uh, we feel like we could very well be number two in the country. But you got to go with what you can prove. So uh, anyway. Um, and you have, a, you have a, a different clientele. I mean, I don't know if you can tell any of them. I know obviously it's secretive, but any of the cool clientele you can talk us talk to us about? Maybe sure. Some Hall sure. of Fame, stuff like that? What do you we, got? Yeah, we ensure we the International Motorsports Hall of Fame, uh, which – I remember coming home to my wife one day and saying, well, I've reached the top. It's not going to get even better than this. And she said, what? What did you write? What did you write? I wrote Ricky Bobby's car from Talladega Nights. <laughs> awesome. Um, we, we have a, an interesting client that uh, just did the front seven doors to the United Nations. Um, it's a decorative ornate ironwork uh, company, and um, they've done the Manhattan Bridge, the Williamsburg Bridge. Uh, now, here's the thing, boy, here's the thing, here's the thing. So right now, people are in their car, they're sitting at their desk, they're working out at the gym, they're doing something, and, and they're hearing this and they're thinking, oh, this guy is a big-time agency. He's not even, I mean, he doesn't do the things that I do. Tell them about the size of your agency staff-wise and agent. And um, you know, we have probably 10 employees. Uh, we're in 17 states. Excuse me, we write in 17 states. Um, I will tell you that I am a firm believer in personal lines. A lot of guys that I compete with on large commercial or middle middle market don't even think of doing personal lines. But I, I hammer to our producers as well as my father hammered down to me that there is nothing wrong with writing the personal lines accounts of your commercial accounts. So uh, right. personal lines can form a great backbone. Um, so we are a personal lines agency. We're a commercial lines agency. We write in 17 states, which is not a lot for a mega agency. But for our, our agency, we're licensed in California. We have a, one of the world's largest violin manufacturers, and he's in California, and he's in New York. Um, so, uh, you know, we've got a couple other accounts on, on each Sweet. side of the coast. Um, but, you know, we are that – I believe they're small. There are three tiers within each. There are three tiers of small agencies, there are three tiers of middle agencies, and there are three tiers of large agencies. Makes and sense. I think we're somewhere in the small, medium, 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 somewhere in there, you know? Okay. okay. So, All right. That's fair. It's just important because uh, it, look at the things that you can do even with a, as a medium, a small medium agency. I mean, we're talking ten total people. They're in Talladega. If you guys don't know, how, how many? What's the popul population there? Well, like I said, I think we're a medium agency, but somewhere on the small end of medium. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. But but um, Talladega's population is probably like fifteen, seventeen thousand, something like that. Sweet, so, awesome. Um, I mean, awesome. it's not huge. Yeah, it's not, and that's awesome. That is uh, the history is awesome too. I know you and I've had many beers uh, together, and and we've discussed a lot of that. So I'm glad you gave the uh, listeners a glimpse of that because that was pretty. That's pretty cool. Anytime anybody hears it. So um, the boy, besides being a producer, you have another life. 
Um, and you actually have two other lives because Boyd is an unbelievable family man. Um, but the other life that you have is that, you know, I mentioned at the beginning that you were on the National Young Agents, and actually you just took um, the reins as of 9-1, I believe, as the chairman. Am I right That's about right. that? Yeah. Absolutely. And so this is your grand opening. Um, you're going to be honored here pretty soon in the next couple of weeks, aren't you, at the National Young Agents uh, Convention? In New Orleans. That's yep. right. In New Orleans. The Fall Leadership Conference. Nouns. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So that's, you know, congratulations to you. And, and, and you've worked hard for it, Boyd. And, and you, you weren't the kind of person that got it by, you know, um, kissing people's butts or, you know, you know brown nosing. It wasn't any of that. I mean, you, from day one, you just worked your, your butt off. I, I know you did. And, and your ideas, I remember talking to Jill Roth, another um, agent on the uh, on the on the committee and she and I was like man this guy gets it you know he understands the ideas he understands that we got to keep this moving forward um, so I, I think they uh, had a great choice in you um, and and just kind of like you and I've talked a little bit about this but you kind of wanted to have a uh, a platform you wanted to have something that you were going to um, peg down your your chairmanship and say this is what I feel is important of all the things we have um, why don't you tell the listeners what that is and, and, and why was that your decision to make that your platform? Well, um, first off, there, there are a number of things that, that we as a committee want to do. Um, and uh, before I say what our platform is, um, there are a couple other things that we're going to try to do. And, and some of them are simply just polishing up currently what we do do. We, we, we're um, going to work on uh, better webinars, uh, working on putting out products like that uh, for Yak Chats and things like that, uh, blogging more, um, uh, content for the website. Um, but also, um, one of the things that uh, I'm working with the ACT Committee on, uh, or really Ron Berg, who heads up ACT Committee, is the discussion of management systems. That seems to be that really seems to be a common ground that every agency across the country can can share. You're right. There's so man. many different. Yeah, there's so many different things that that we can talk about as as an association, um, but we all have management systems in common. And um, as the young agents continue to grow in numbers, um, you're you're getting these these guys that are guys and girls that are hitting the industry that are 23 years old. They've had a smartphone their whole lives, you know. So then we ask them to step into our management systems, and um, obviously not any management system in particular. It's just the fact that uh, I think we all want more out of a management system, and um, and perhaps the big guy can help facilitate uh, or conduct forums to show where we wh- where we lack and what we need, and uh, and and um, and I think that. Uh, that's that's one of the spins on it. But the other spin is is if you're looking for a management system, what do you need to ask? You know, what do you need to know about when you make the switch? You know, what kind of transfer fees are there? How long does the process take? How long does it take to get trained on it? Is it cloud based? Is it web based? Uh, or is it just online based? Um, you know, what questions do you need to ask? What kind of mobile devices uh, or mobile apps do they have? Can you um, can you use any online platform? Uh, you know, is it Droid friendly? Is it Windows friendly? Is it uh, Apple friendly? 
um, you know, or does it work on all three? So um, I think as we move into 2016, I'm, I get excited about it, Jason. You're because right. It seems like to me, it seems like we're on a bubble. In 1985, somewhere around there, everybody was moving towards automation, and people made that jump. And it's kind of like that's come back around again mm-hmm. towards cloud and towards web-based, and um, as well as apps, you know, and you know, really not even apps, but can this work on my mobile device? Period. You know, sure. Because what I'm waiting for, Jason, I'm waiting for the day when I'm driving down the road and I see a boat dealership, and I say, I'd like to call on that, and I pull up my my. Uh, you know, my my iPod, my iPad, or my Droid device, whatever it may be, and my I grab my tablet, I walk in, and somehow I enable myself into the owner's office, and I pull up an industry-specific questionnaire through my management system. I, I, you know, keep that in mind, and then I I know exactly what questions to ask. I answer them all on this industry-specific questionnaire, and then it uploads into a court form. I know that sounds far-fetched, but it's really not. I mean, I've talked to people that, that do this software yeah. with other uh, other vendors, and they said it's not actually that hard to no. sit there and answer all the questions in a supplemental application on your tablet that are that's a industry-specific questionnaire, and then it just uploads into a cord form. And then before you've left the cold call prospect's office, you have a submission. I mean, obviously, we're going to have that underwriter that says, yeah, but I need Walsh runs. Um, <laughs> you know, though, boy, 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 stop for a minute on that because everything you're saying yeah. is dynamic except they always say that. Well, I'm going to need loss runs. If we can pull that over on the personal line side, why are we not able to pull that over on the commercial line side? Really think about that. I, I don't, I've don't. i never heard anybody talk about this, but it's like, why are we doing this? You know what I mean? Why don't you have a system that pulls up the loss runs? Why is there not a database that has that stuff? You know, thought of that? It sure, it sure would be nice. I'll say, I'll say this. It would be wonderful. And here's, here's why. If we could develop something. Because there's always that agent that doesn't somehow get loss runs. And, and he quotes it as if it was all things perfect, right? right. And then meanwhile, you're quoting with losses. So um, sure would be nice to level the playing field where, you know, somehow, I mean, because what? Losses are insurance credit, right? I mean, they're, they're, your, they're your history. They're who you are, who your entity is. So if there was a way that the playing field was level where everybody had a hub where the losses went to, so we don't have that one agent that always figures out a way to quote without loss information, and he's just quoting as if it's a perfect world. Right. Um, that would be nice. I would love that. But I just don't understand maybe, why it's not there. It's there on, on personal. Maybe, uh, maybe that's a ways on down the road, but it sure would be nice if we could. But you're inside this guy's office, and boom, you have a submission. Um, and, I mean, it's as, it's as simple. The insurance companies have it now to where if you send in an accord, they're not taking that information and, and sending it to somebody who's data entering that in. They have scanners that can pick up and read what those words are saying inside of those fields, even if it's not fillable. I'm just talking just a regular fax or scan and email, whatever. And so we know that we have that capability there. And, and you are right because one thing that you did say is that this is all going through the um, management system which is helps us with the E&O, which is documentation, documentation, documentation. So 
I think you're onto something there. I, I really think you're onto something, and I think this can easily be done. Um, it, it, what I also think is silly about this, and we're getting off manager systems, but I promise to come back, listeners, is that whenever you go see somebody and, it, and you tell them, hey, uh, your expiration date is in 60 days or 30 days or, heck, 14 days, and they don't understand why you can't get a quote back to them in a day or two days or three days. And it's just like, you know, some people say, well, that's not realistic. No, it is realistic. See, it's not realistic to you as an insurance company. It's not realistic in your mind as an insurance agent. But it's realistic and it's expected of the consumer. So, therefore, it is the real world. You know, perception or perception is in the eye of the, of the beholder. So, we've got this here to where people think that this stuff can't be done and yet it can be done so I'm with you there now let me ask you more about the 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 the, the management system because this is important um, and then and then uh, once again we I'm gonna give a little shout out here we are not I shouldn't say shout out disclaimer we are not trying to push any one management system over the other you guys all know I have QQ I love it I got burnt by vertifor I think that's great but that's not what we're here but keep in yeah, mind and I mean I, I've, what do I've you looked have? at others but yeah I've looked at others but I've, I've not met a, made a move I've, I do not have a favorite do not have one that that um that I want or the other that I think is better than the, I've not made a switch I am literally um, just trying to get our industry talking about it, mm-hmm. you know, so that so that anybody. I mean, I have no favorite. I'd, I'd love to just see someone come up with. Now, I can tell you what I think would be the perfect management system. Uh, all the things that I'm looking for. That's um, right. You know, I, I'd love to see a web-based management system that was in the that was in the cloud, that was friendly to any platform, whether it be Droid, Apple whatever and that i can i can put in a submission on a tablet i'd like to be able to do that um uh, i would also like uh to have a proposal system built into it mm-hmm. i'd love to see that i'd a love CRM. to see um yeah i'd love to see a proposal system obviously we want to upload download for our applications to our carriers um i'd love to see um uh, ISO codes built in for GL or work comp. You know, Ooh, I know that most, good one, Boyd. Most most carriers, um, you know, most carriers, you know, use their a lot of them use their own class codes. Um, but you know, they obviously would know what we were talking about if we used ISO class codes. Um, phone integration. Then, you know, I'd like to see our per- phone system integrated into our management system. That's the next thing. A phone integration would be nice, um, and. Then obviously um, uh, a comparative rater built in, both commercial and personal, would be nice. Um, you know, I know it sounds like a dream world, <laughs> but you know, I, I I don't think it's too far fetched. I just don't think it's too far fetched. Be nice if all protection classes uh, came oh, in. You know, oh. when they when they found the address. You know, I mean, how nice would that be? I mean, five years ago, we we had to go to a vendor to pull up protection classes, to pull up ISO codes. Um, you know, all these things that we needed to get, we had to go somewhere. To, we had to pay for this vendor to tell us all these things. And, I mean, slowly that's becoming a thing in the past, um, you know, because management systems are beginning to add more, too, you know. Mm-hmm. Every they, single one of them out there continue to add more. Just like iPhones add and droids add a new update, so do management systems. And, and technology is catching up to or the insurance industry is catching up to technology. I mean, you want a new, when you think about technology, it's somewhat slowed down. If you want a new iPhone or you want a new Droid, nothing really is new on it to me, except for the software. 
I mean, you're really getting a new shape. That's it. So, uh, you know, if you want the new iPhone or the new Droid, you know, you can get a slimmer one or a smaller one or a bigger one or whatever, but technically nothing really is different. Maybe we have a camera that has a couple, you know, more megapixels on it. But in the end, you can get all that through the software update. So I've, I've told you this comparison before, Jason. I think that, um, that you know, we've, we've had these management systems, and we're all, every single one of them are moving away from this. But originally they were like a wooden cabinet TV. Okay, mm-hmm. and it was like going to grandma's house with her wooden cabinet TV. It was only thing, only one thing that could that could hook up to it, and that was the cable. You know. Yeah. And now we've got these smart TVs. Okay, and what can go in and out of them? Everything. Blu-ray right. player. Netflix. So we kind of need like a, I've never really thought of this before, but we really kind of need a smart management system. I mean, if yeah. you really think about it, why not copy it with things that people are used to? It doesn't matter if you're 40, 50, 60, 70. A lot of them have smartphones, and if you could make it familiar to, oh, well, this is where I probably need to go. I mean, it's just like a Droid or an Apple. You can use one, but if you get on your friends, you can you can use, figure out how to use it really quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. So good point there, Boyd. I like that. I mean, you know, basically a management system, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe it's 15 years away. Maybe it's 10 years away. Maybe it's five years away. And I'm not necessarily saying one that comes out with it. I think they're all moving towards this. They all are talking about it, not just one of them. Um, I hear every single one of them. All the big guys and all the smaller guys, they're all talking about moving towards things like this. So eventually we're going to have a smart TV kind of management system where Mm -hmm. everything can sync up to it. It's not necessarily that the management system will have this bell or whistle as much as that bell and whistle will be able to hook up to it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it is. It, it really does. That That is good stuff. You've always explained to me about the TV, but you've never really taken it that far. As um, And so, Boyd, you wrote a great article on this that I think you even got more in-depth on, and it's on agencynation.com. Do you remember specifically when about that came out and what the name of it was so the listeners could go read it? Uh, I do not. I think it was I'll, about I'll a month ago, wasn't it? Because it, it was about two weeks, I think, after you and I were together in uh, Florida. And so it would have been about the middle of August because we were there at the beginning of August. So check out, go back to uh, agencynation.com. They only put out one blog post uh, a week, so you'll see it there written by Boyd. It was really in-depth. And, you know, um, for a blog, for a post, for an article, it was probably longer than, than many that you read. But for some reason, like, I was just, like, encapsulated in the whole thing because it was just, it was very well done, Boyd. Very, very, very it's well done. August 4th, August 4th on Agency Nation why young agents are the key to choosing an agency management system. Very, very good article. Very good article. So um, so outside of the management systems, and one thing real quick, um, for all the listeners, back in the month of May, I did the month of the management management system. Um, so if you guys want to go in, I think I interviewed four or five CEOs of anywhere from Applied to QQ to um, just a ton of them. Go back there and listen to those if you want to find out more about it. So Boyd, what else should should the something small here that the um, people listening should take away from the importance and why you found importance with the association? You know, that's a good question. Um, I think that often we we set our own goals, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I think I think as as producers, it's good to set goals. Um, but what about setting? Um, 
mentor goals. That's kind of what the association has done for me. It's shown me agents that really aren't my competitors, because that's all we're ever really around are our competitors. Um, it's shown me agents that I want to be like 5, 10, 15, 20, and 30 years down the road. You know, um, mm-hmm. to me, the, I think producers, one of the things they have in common most is they, a lot of them feel like they are helping people. And they don't mind helping their own kind. You know what I mean? As long as you're not a competitor. You're um, right. You're right. <laughs> but, but I've had, when I first got in the business and I, and I got into the association, I saw producers that, that were about 10 years older than I am. And I said to myself, they carry themselves well. They obviously have a great book. That's who I'd like to be. Mm-hmm. That's, that's where I'd like. And then I saw agents that were like my father, you know, his age. And, um, and I, I reached out to them. So the association has really given me one of the greatest things is I share markets all the time. You know, not markets, but ideas about who's writing what. We constantly are um, not necessarily talking about who's good at this and who's good at that, but, hey, who's writing, um, you know, manufacturers right now? And, uh, and we share ideas and bounce them off each other and, and, um, and just talk, you know, you know, on the weekend. Hey, um, you know, anybody having luck with plumbers right now? You know, who's, right. who's good at writing many warehouses? Um, that, that kind of thing. I mean, it's not necessarily, I mean, you know. Well, and we, another we thing. We bounce ideas off each other, but we know, you know, we know who we want to. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're exactly right. I, I think that that is, you know, I always have said it cut, it cut down my learning curve and it continues to. I, I know the things that uh, that I knew things at the age, or I'm sorry, in my third and fourth year that agents didn't figure out until they're in their tenth or fifteenth year, because I was around other people other than inside my little office and surrounded by my own thoughts of what I think is right and wrong. And when you get out there, it's like holy cow! And I hear that from a lot of agents that go, "Man, I thought this was silly, but now that I'm involved in it, holy cow! I can't believe what I'm missing." I hear that all the time. And the other thing, Boyd, is the the legislative uh, part of it. You know, there's a lot of agents. I was on um, one of our mastermind, and keep in mind, guys, we, we share. When he's talking about mentorship our, in our Grow Mastermind, this is all we do. We share producer contracts. We sell uh, our advertising. We share all that with each other. And even though we are uh, uh, competitors, no, we're really not because they're in other states, and I want them to be successful so we can carry this forward. But you know, Boyd, I, I heard this this agent pop up and he said, why should I support the big guy when they're nothing but a lobbying group? So obviously I had to go through and correct him that they're really not. And just, just so shows, far from the truth. Yeah, I yeah. know. And, and he, and you know, this is a guy who doesn't subscribe to it. And uh, God love him. He's a great agent. But it's sometimes hard to make a decision. It's really funny. I found in life that if we don't know or understand something, we usually don't like it. It's just a weird thing about us. And I think that's tribal. But anyways, what I what I what I want to remind is every April you need to go to independentagent.com. We go as uh, as a nation. We go and we march on the steps of Capitol building. You go in, you get to see your senators, your federal. I mean, I saw Bill Clinton and George Bush because of these um, people, and you actually Barack Obama. We get to go in and we get to actually meet and talk with these people. And somebody said to me, they said, Jason, that's such a waste of time because they don't listen anyways. And here's what I always answer with Boyd. I always say to them, listen, there's going to be decisions and there's going to be bills passed. 
you're either going to be a part of that conversation or you're not. I would rather side at least being having a part of that conversation. When that senator's making that decision and he's getting ready to press that button, he's human just like you and I, and he thinks of the things that are good and bad in that. And I want to be one of those voices in his head. And that's why I think it's important. And I want to let you know that for Boyd, once again, sorry, I was the chairman as well, so I know, and Boyd's, Boyd would have told you the same thing, is that we, you guys have scholarships, don't you, for people who have never been the first time to or never been to dc don't we have some kind of scholar- that's right there's yeah. there are scholarships for legislative conference and there are scholarships for the leadership conference and the leadership conference is actually coming up uh at the end of september early october in new orleans um but uh i mean that's that's where agents learn to get that competitive edge and that's geared towards sales and leading and whatnot, but the legislative conference obviously is geared towards legislative, and there is. And, and you know, uh, I'm, I'm sitting here uh, thinking about this, and I have a – my sister worked on the Hill. My brother-in-law worked on the Hill for almost 25 years, um, chief of staffs. Well, I and, didn't know that. Uh, I, yeah, my best friend, my godparent son, uh, chief of staff. And so I had a lot of friends up there, and I still do. And it was interesting. I was talking, and this person's name shall remain anonymous as well as their senator. But I was speaking with them, and I said, you know, are we – is it helping? Is it working? When we come up there and you meet with the insurance industry, does it – I mean, is it, are we having a role in this? Is it, does it help, or is it better with just general lobbyists? And he said, no. He said, out of a lot of the groups that come up there, the insurance, independent insurance agents are one of the best, and here's why. The fact that you have ball coaches, you know, we're the little league coaches, we are the in the junior leagues, we're in the rotary clubs, you know, we're in all these organizations, um, United Way and all that. We are so, insurance agents are so pipelined in, if you will that when we storm the hill and you have all these leaders from their states, it is impossible to ignore. And so That's it's true. different than just, you know, uh, I'm not, I don't want to mention any groups and, and upset them, but just some group that goes up there. I mean, these are leaders in the community, and so it does play a role. And, you know, I mean, it just blows my mind that people sometimes would just rather sit on the bench and let somebody else do it. Um, you know, I mean, you can... You can you can be part of it, or you can sit on the bench and just let the team win for you. You know that's or, right. And see, people don't understand. Do like, anything, like this actually saves money. The things you and I have been doing for the last five ten years has saved agents thousands and thousands of dollars. An agent out there says, how? We have been active in trying to pass a bill called NARAB, and it's actually been NARAB 2 now. And we've been trying to get that through for 8 to 10 years. And what that is is that unifies and simplifies the licensing process for Boyd and his agency who write in 17 states and have to have agency licenses in some of them and non-resident licenses and all the others that they are. And, I mean, Boyd, you're bigger and 
than me uh, than me with that. I only do five states, but I got to tell you, I mean, it's a it's expensive. It's a lot of headache, and we fought for the fact that NARAB, which is going to be not a federal, it's going to be an independent source, is going to you're going to be able to go through there, get your fingerprints, get approved, and when you want to get another state, you're going to easily be able to go there, get instantly approved, be able to pay your fee for that state, and boom, you're going to be licensed. And and they're saying that you're going to be able to literally do it in under 20 minutes. And so that right there is something that we fought for, Boyd. We fought for that hard, man, and it finally got a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, You know, I want to tell you something. Uh, When I was working on Young Agents of Alabama, uh, trying to get the Young Agents program revitalized, um, the state chair was a man named Jeff Grice. And this goes back to what you were originally talking about, why people get involved with their association. Jeff Grice told me one time, and I, very seldom do I remember things verbatim. I can remember movies, you know that, movie <laughs> lines. But, <laughs> but when he told me, he said, he said to me, he said, you know, there's something to be said about people that are of the same age, that are in the same industry, and they're all in the same room, driven to succeed. It will rub off on you. And, you know, when you, you probably, you've, you've got boys that play basketball and you've coached it and people listening, I mean, they've, you know, you don't get better by, by, by working by yourself or by, um, practicing with those that are weaker or inferior to you. You get better by being around success because success breeds success. And so when I see these people that do well, and like I said, we're not sitting on the phone telling whose carrier is great and what. We're just bouncing ideas off of each other. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of success with plumbers lately. Or, you know, a uh, food truck industry is really good. You should go after that. Um, that that gets me motivated. When I hear people that are doing well, I mean, that, that really charges me up, and it rubs off, you know? So to me, that's at the very core of what the association is. That's awesome. Boyd, i got to wrap this up. A lot of agents tell me they like it to stay around 30 minutes. You and I have given some red meat galore, and it's been at right at about 36 minutes. So thanks for all your listeners being patient. But this has been great. I mean, Boyd, you and I talk all the time. We've sat around with uh, lots of glasses of wine and talked for hours, but this was like... Uh, Aren't this... you going to ask me what phone I use? Don't yes, I apologize. That? Yes, you got me. See, that's how I can tell you're a listener. Are you a droid or an iPhone user? iPhone user, went to Droid for a year, loved the iWatch, I mean the Samsung watch, but just could not quit missing iPhone. So I went back to iPhone. I have the large iPhone 6 and um, uh, just uh, about a month ago bought the iWatch. And normally I don't buy Apple's first product. I usually wait on their second version of whatever they do, but I couldn't take it. I had to have an iWatch. Well, basically, so. basically, you are kind of the LeBron James of phone technology. <laughs> you, you, you went to one and then came back to the other because you felt comfortable. So, no, that, that's uh, – I don't know where that came from. I'm sorry. So, Boyd, last thing also, um, the, uh, a book, uh, Leaders Are Readers and Readers Are Leaders. Tell me, uh, what book are you reading or what's the last book you read that uh, personal, business-wise, self-improvement, what? Um, I'm one of those that usually has a couple books going, and and um, I start one, and then I go to the other. But I've actually have two books that I've been reading. Um, one is The Shack, and the other is uh, No One Gets Out of Here Alive about Jim Morrison. <laughs> oh, really? So, awesome. Yeah. That'd be a good book. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. Um, yeah, dude, makes you want to break out through the, the other side. there. 
Yeah. So yeah. So um. Okay. So uh, I think that's gonna wrap it up. I mean, uh, uh, Boyd, what I'd like to do is I'd just like to leave it to you. Um, wrap it up for us. And uh, you got any last words or anything you want to tell young agents, uh, the veteran agents out there? Tell America. Tell the world. You know, um, I would I would ask people to to try to get involved in their association at the very minimum on the state level, and then um, you know try out the national level with uh, with the legislative conference. Um, it is um, it it has been it's been wonderful for for my my family uh, all the way you know my father my grandfather. Um, you know, if you like what you do, then why not get involved at the very core? Of what you do, and that is the association. If you don't like what you do, then just you know go eight to five, and you know we'll, everybody, you know people can handle the rest of it for you. Uh, but I, I think that the association is surrounded by people that love this industry. You know that, Jason. Yep. And um, I mean, people want to give back. I, I did the dynamics of selling the National Alliance Producer School, and I remember a gentleman named Jeff Wodica said, "When you get to a point in your life." Give back. Most of you will give back to your churches or nonprofits, but don't forgive back. Don't forget to give back to an industry that's giving you so much. That's and true. Um, that's true. And and I, I just feel like you know, you can have fun. You can give back. You can make new friends, but you can also better your book of business. You know, along the way. I mean, it's a no-brainer to me. So yep. anyway. Well, fantastic. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Chairman. Uh, and uh, you're going to be great at this. Uh, you're going to take it to new levels, new heights. Um, I'm really excited about it. I've had to take the last year, year and a half off from being as involved as I ha- can't have. But I've told my wife, I've told my office that uh, starting next year, I'm back at the young agents. I'm back at the legislative. I've got to get uh, back involved because I just miss it. And, you know, my agency's growing so fast and there's new things that are happening, Boyd. I look forward to going and finding those who are successful and those who have went before me and take every little bit of thing that I can from them and, and make it my own. So um, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate everything you do. Um, tell the wife I said hi. Um, tell the little one that she's about the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Jason. No problem. This has been Jason Cass with the Grow Pro, uh, the Grow Podcast. I really, really appreciate you listening. Uh, take your time. Go to insuranceforeplay.com or go to growprogram.com. Check out the Mastermind. It's an exciting thing. A Facebook group is closed and it's unbelievable. And uh, last but not least, tell me your thoughts. Tell me your ideas. And I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. This is Jason Cass from Grow Podcast. <laughs>